Welcome to the Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz, and this is the show where I bring to life the true failures, the true successes, and the true learnings from recruiters and recruitment business owners. My mission is for this podcast to become the place for recruiters to learn from others and to give a real insight into what it's like to work in the industry so those considering a career in recruitment know exactly what they're getting into. Welcome to the Recruitment Rollercoaster podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz and today, slightly different episode, um, but I'm excited for it. I've got um, Sean Anderson um, sitting next to me and we're just going to have a bit of a chat around uh, the RAG podcast the rag. and uh, what what we've got in store uh, for everyone out there in the recruitment industry in 2019 so um obviously we've been making a bit of noise about it haven't we so um sounds a bit odd when you introduced me just with my full name as <laughs> as we worked together and we were sat downstairs about 10 minutes ago yeah but um, um i guess what um the the recruitment agency growth podcast right i guess what what was the i know we obviously brainstormed and, and had a few ideas but what what was the initial thought as to starting a podcast and what did you want to yeah achieve yeah uh Good question, mate. Um, well, I've wanted to start one since I started Hoxo. It just, yeah. just hasn't happened for whatever reason. When you came in um, in the summer, it was nice that we could then say, "Well, look, let's let's in, let's invest in yours. Yeah, let's take that to the next level." But there was, it's always been on. It's always been part of my plan. To me and Amma were planning that two years ago. Yeah. When did you start um, listening to podcasts? I can tell you the month. Really, I'm that kind was of. It like that, that, like, it was it like May 2017? Really? Um, yeah. Oh, so 2016. Sorry. I came back from my brother's, was it my brother's birthday? 2016, May, I came back from, yeah, I came back from, I think it was my brother's birthday, he's 30th potentially, and basically, I was just in a mess, I drank loads, and uh, I think we'd been out the night before and talking about podcasts, and Mm. uh, I was on Instagram, and and I remember just looking on Instagram and seeing this um, 30 day no alcohol challenge thing that this guy had posted on oh, the, right, on yeah, the Discover page. About, yeah. yeah, so I looked on his profile and he had a podcast in his bio. I clicked on it, listened to an episode of that and I, I started listening to him, a guy called James Swanick. Yeah. And then from there I was like, well, I realised I could learn stuff because I actually ended up doing like an alcohol free month and then I carried yeah. on doing that on and on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm not alcohol free now but I do pick and drop it whenever yeah. I want. But I, I learned really quickly uh, that I that I could learn from other people without meeting them. And I thought mm. that was pretty cool. I did think podcast was like um, a paid job. So oh, really? I didn't realize people just did it like we are now. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah. no real, there's no monetary value to it other yeah. than uh, what you might get in the future. Uh, I used to listen to them thinking that was their job. And I was like, what a job that would be. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. better than the radio. Yeah, Because yeah. you don't have to wake up at daft think, hours or whatever. I, think, I mean, I was, when I was in recruitment, I used to drive like 45 minutes an hour to work. I'd listen to podcasts then. So that's like 2000 and... 15, 16 as well and I, I, I think we said about it the other day when we had someone else in but I, I always gravitated towards like self-improvement business mm. and all that and I think it's just so, I, I love the way that you can learn through that I know there's that one other podcast I listen to called The Magic Sponge have you heard of that? yeah is that football that's right? the football one but that yeah. Jimmy Bullard Rob Beckett I used to be actually in tears on the train really? like, I remember when I was finishing my recruitment career like I spent about a month listening to every episode every morning yeah. And I was genuinely nearly in tears. And that was class. But I've not really invested in any other more sociable. Mine have all been self-improvement, the, business the, related. The, obviously, the Joe Rogan, like, he has a real mixture of guests. But there's some real, um, I mean, he has a lot of stand-up comedians on there. Mm. So, like, 
Um, there's one particular. If anyone listens to the Joe Rogan podcast, there's a guy called Joey Diaz who gets on the live, and uh, yeah, it's there's there, yeah, it's, it's just it's a lot more, um, just a bit more laid back and not like business. I can't like, handle the length of Joe Rogan's podcast. Like, I know it's it two is, hours. It's a commitment. Yeah. yeah, it is a commitment. Um, I guess if if he knows people listen to it, he knows he's got some true followers. Yeah, right? yeah, and I think. Um, I don't know, it's like, I think you can just make your way through it. Kind of, it's like an audio book, like you just keep eating away at it. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, so the Recruitment Agency Growth Podcast then, what's what's like the intention behind that? So you always wanted to start one. Yeah, I think it, it goes back to, I've said it to a few people over the last two years since I've been talking to recruiters all day, is I think there's a, what you do is brilliant with the recruitment roller coaster because it, again, it's the highs and lows of the industry. Yeah. It's hearing everyone's got a story of how they entered the industry and, and what, and what a they've true done. Narrative. Yeah, it's, it's just, like yeah, it's you name speed. it from the CEO to the guy who's just walked in the door. We've all had a different experience, yeah. and actually, there isn't enough good quality content out there for people to share when they're thinking about getting someone into their organization. Yeah. Um, I remember whenever whenever you, we interviewed people in my previous career recruitment job potential recruiters it would be like you you'd have to they just have to believe what you were saying yeah. and then everyone's got a negative opinion of recruiters like like sales car salesmen or yeah, something yeah. And, and so they think we're all full of shit yeah um so your podcast i think is doing a phenomenal job at and we've already had the feedback that yeah, it's becoming course. that kind of podcast right which is amazing mate and i think you could reach every recruiter in the in in, in the world mine's slightly different i want to think more about having been a business or i am a business yeah. owner um there was a good 18 months when I knew I was going to set up a business and actually it was always going to be a recruitment company yeah. that I've, I've been very open about. Um, I'd, although I changed my mind, I'm still a business owner. I'm still just under two years in and it's been the biggest roller coaster, if you use your word, yeah. I, I, I've ever had. It's been yeah. mental. We've grown, but we've had some ridiculous highs and lows. Um, and actually it's very different than working for someone. Yeah. So I want to tap into that audience of... Number one, the people that are already doing it. So I've called it recruitment agency growth because I'm yet to meet a recruitment agency owner that doesn't want to grow. Doesn't want to grow, yeah. It's the first thing they say, Definitely. and it's actually our our vision, our mission is to help recruitment agencies grow. Exactly. But also, this, I'm going to interview some of the biggest uh, business owners, some yeah. of the guys who've grown global brands. I'm going to interview some that are small but are growing rapidly. Um, some that are growing in revenue. Some that are growing in headcount. It, mm. Growth is it can mean anything to yeah, any, any. It could be one guy in his bedroom, but yeah. he's growing. Uh, he's doing more deals than, than he ever he knew possible. But it is that loneliness, that that trench type mentality that mm. you get when you own a company that is it's different than it is being a biller. So I want to really talk about that so that it's helping people in it, but also. I think there's a real gap. Now, we'd be a bit naive to not think that there's so many people Thinking, that yeah. are about to quit yeah, their jobs. Definitely. I reckon January there'll be a couple of hundred, definitely. maybe 800 people in the UK that will quit their jobs mm-hmm. in recruitment to start an agency yeah. in the new year. That's, and I that's going to happen every yeah, month, yeah, yeah, every yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. And I want to be able to help educate them. Because when I was setting up, me and Amma used to sit there talking about it day in, day out. Like Once you know you're doing it, it's, it's infectious. Can't stop thinking about it. But we couldn't find any information on that. That's what I mean. I There's think nothing. that whenever I've got um, had like recruitment owners, that that's always been like the go-to place I want to uncover because, um, like, how obviously in terms of the recruitment industry, when has there been a time where you can like listen to a podcast or read some content where you can learn from other people's mistakes? And yeah. I think that that's really valuable for those people because um, obviously it's scary, isn't it? Like you save. I'm sure a lot of people normally save a bit of money and have a don't even normally have a plan to be fair a lot of people I've spoken to but if you can learn from people that have done 
what you'd like to do then that, that's the best way to learn or uh, look we're not going to reach everyone because there's there's plenty of people that just do not want to listen to work related stuff and that's their they could be still really productive and, and crack on in the day and they will just want to release when they're listening to music or, or podcasts yeah, yeah. but um personally uh, me and uh, i know we and you share that view that there's times in every day that you you can't really do anything else but plug in your earphones like you're on a train or you're driving or um you, you can take in so much information so much. and you re- you re- you retain it in a different way yeah definitely. um like the radio i used to listen to the radio growing up my mum used to uh, i used to live next to manchester airport so i was about a couple of miles away i was di- my bedroom was directly under the flight path so really? about every 32 seconds a plane would go over my house oh savage approximately 32 maybe 33 <laughs> no but that I got used to it, but when I was young, we moved there when I was about nine or so, eight or nine, and I, f- I couldn't sleep. Really? I couldn't sleep. I used to moan to my mum all the time, like, so loud. And So well, she put me, um, she put a radio in my bedroom, and then we listened, I used to listen to the James Stannard show, which was, um, yeah. yeah, he was a guy who was on, I forget, even, I think he was Q103 in Manchester, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, and he was hilarious, right? And he used, to, he used to have callers in about, you name it, and he used to call them out, and it was like a genuine hilarious like direct highs and low reality show yeah okay. he was he was he'd, he'd have a go at people he'd call them out really? but he always i always agreed with his opinion loosely but i tell you what i used to listen to it through the night and i'd wake up and i would retain information so i would i would listen to the news the next day and think i, I dreamt about that <laughs> I, used to, I used to think like i, I used to think that i was learn i was um yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like some kind of clairvoyant when in reality even when you're asleep you ret- you you listen to stuff it stays with you so um i find that with podcasts sometimes i my head drifts off when i'm yeah, listening yeah. sometimes i'm not as um I, I hear one phrase or one word and it takes me yeah, off on a journey agree, yeah. but it's still something that retains and actually you can listen to it i think it's like again. when you're at school you'll know better than me i'm probably butcher this i can't exactly but obviously there's there's the different ways that you can retain information and learn isn't there so it's like um, obviously, reading what it's is visual, it? It. auditory, um, kinesthetic. That's it. Um, so you've that got was the like, word I was yeah. Up. So I'm definitely a more of an auditory learner. I always mm-hmm. was. So tell me something, I will remember it. Yeah. Show me something, I'm all right. Reading and watching, I'm. Yeah. I, I so I think that that's why that's the great thing about it, isn't it? Because like it could literally be the thing that I find with like long podcasts or content that you're hoping to get something out of it literally normally tends to be like one little nugget out of like it's just that one thing and it's it's just so powerful when it when it resonates with you yeah the thing i never really listened to the radio like for me the 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 whole radio and and what what i didn't like about it it's great and it always always exists but i just don't like the fact i don't like not controlling like what what's coming at me if you get what i mean because you're a you're one of the on-demand generation, aren't you? <laughs> you're only what five, six years young, seven years younger than me. Yeah, yeah, but that's still long enough. Like, yeah, if I think of when I left school in 2002, I was there was no smartphones, there was no on-demand, there was none of that. Even when I went to uni, there was none of that. There was the phones were all, were awful. Um, and then when I went to I went travelling in 2010, which is when I got into recruitment in 2011, and. Even then, like, I had this mad little Samsung phone really? that I used to take out, and it was shite. Like, there was no email. <laughs> I didn't even. Yeah, there was yeah, none yeah. of that. So we used to literally queue up in Asia in, in internet cafes with our digital cameras and plug them in to upload pictures to yeah, Facebook. That's mental, mate. Now that would never happen now. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing how far that's gone. So you, 
you've moved you've you you came through those years in a in an in an arena where you could download yeah you could watch sky plus potentially i don't know if you had sky yeah, but yeah. point being on demand existed yeah, yeah whereas when i grew up and obviously i'm only 32 there's pl- there's plenty of people that potentially listening that are older than me they're used to knowing that an episode comes on at seven or yeah, yeah do you yeah. know what i mean yeah, you, yeah. you you build your life around someone else's timetable exactly yeah whereas there's loads of pros to on demand. I love it. Like I love fast forward adverts when I'm watching yeah, yeah. stuff. I love re- rewinding. Well, I think that's why like Netflix and all that are just gonna absolutely dominate. But it's also TV creating a really impatient culture. Yeah, yeah, for a sure. hugely impatient. People are not prepared because they're not even going to wait for a TV show or for yeah, an, an episode. Be able to watch all of it. But you think about when it comes to uh, a recruiter coming into an organisation, right? Yeah, yeah. How are they going to wait two years to to, to learn their trade to oh, earn right. the money? Right. They're going to think, well, no, I want it now. Yeah, yeah. By the way, listening to our podcast does not mean you're going to instantly bill a million quid. <laughs> like, just, just in case you're thinking that these podcasts are going to do that, they're going to help. Uh, they're going to help owners and they're going to help recruiters. Hopefully, be better and um, learn from others. But there's no ingredient that can shortcut time nice. and experience. It's real hard work. Yeah, hundred percent. So. Um, I, I don't, know, I don't know how we've gone to this, but we, we <laughs> no, did no, say the start of this conversation could lead but, anywhere. Um, look, I guess, um, so the plan is then, so you've got some uh, juicy people lined up, haven't you? Yeah, I've already I've already recorded my first two episodes this week. I've got one more later today. Um, I have got a guy who unfortunately couldn't make it, so he's going to be coming in middle of Jan, and then um, I'll be releasing the episodes throughout January. So I'm going to be, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find some exciting names, some people that... Um, Obviously, we'll, we'll we'll attract the crowds. Um, not that <laughs> how, how receptive be. these guys been? Because um... yeah, I think, I think I think look, some people are, seem to be quite almost like flattered by it. Others are a bit like, what? Why do you want me on a podcast? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some a lot of people have never recorded one. Yeah, and and I think the point being is, like we are now, it's a chat. It's not yeah. about. It's not meant to be an edited piece of content that you're looking and sounding great. Um, obviously, we don't. We don't want to damage anyone's brand or companies by them revealing something that they shouldn't. So, um, but the point being is is an open conversation where, for me personally, I'll want to know why did you start a recruitment business? Mm-hmm. What was the driver to be an owner, not uh, not work for someone else? Because it's not for everyone. And yeah. then, a bit like the roller coaster, what have you been through? Good, yeah. and, good and bad. I don't want to hear just the growth and high stories. I want to hear the lows. But when it comes to growth. What's been that special source for you? What's been the ingredient that's allowed you to grow? And what have you learned? And what have you learned? Like I could tell you now, Hoxo, in two years, nearly, we've gone from three of us in a coffee shop to, what is there, about 18 of us now. Um, We've got two offices next door to each other. Revenue um, has doubled year on year. Like, um, it sounds great, but it's actually, like, there's, there's, there's way more pressure Mm. Now we've grown than there were before. Yeah, for sure. I go to bed now worried about stuff I didn't even think about 12, years, 12 yeah, months yeah, ago, 18 months ago. So growth as well doesn't always mean life's better. It can come. Yeah, it comes yeah, at a right. price, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I want to reveal that because for some people, actually having a business where they just chill and not well, forget the word chill. Actually, they just they're comfortable with being small and remaining as as a kind of one man band or five man band or whatever that's okay too yeah 100%. but if you don't know what the reality of of a of a high growth high big big size business sounds like and feels like then how do you know if you want it whereas if you hear some stories and people tell the truth you might then it might make your life easier to say do you know what i'm going to stay yeah, as i am or context, no yeah. that's for me in the future yeah 
personally like the vision for Hoxo for me is to be a, a global business. I don't, yeah. I don't think um, I want to keep a small, like lean headcount and just make money. That's not the not the driver. Um, I think the recruitment industry needs it. Yeah. I think um, we obviously are practitioners of inbound marketing. It, it, that's the kind of that's the dna that goes through what we do um but only exclusively working with recruitment agencies and we know from being recruiters and obviously spending as much time as we do in the industry that it's still a very outbound industry it's ridiculously old school in the way that we go out to market we phone individuals one-on-one um and we rely on tactics that worked 20 years ago and they still work and we're not saying they don't but time is changing um I still think the law it'll always work, but I think the it's kind of you used to drive through Manchester City Centre from north to south, and it took forty five minutes, right? To get from my mum's to my dad's house, you'd take us forty five minutes. Yep. Then they made the the ring road, which is the M sixty, and you can get there in twenty two minutes. You can still get there in forty five minutes if you want to go the old way. Yeah, yeah. You're still going like to get there, energy, yeah. but I can get there in twenty two minutes now, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the attitude where. I think had we not done what we've done with our brand and, and basically created a complete inbound business at Hoxo, we'd still have grown. I'd still have won business. Yeah. We'd, still, we'd still have survived. But would we got there as quick as we have? No, no chance. Yeah. And actually, it's more fun. Like I love, <laughs> I absolutely love having conversation with people that have had some form of relationship with your brand before they've spoke oh, to you. It's, it's a different. Changing. It is. It's completely it's different. Completely different. Um, it's, it's a bit like when someone's referred to you. Yeah. When, when someone phoned me up as a recruiter and said, Sean, I've, I've just spoke to XYZ and they've said, you did a great job in the past. Um, I'd love to talk to you about this vacancy or my career or whatever, right? That was a much nicer conversation. How better was that than conversation? Than ringing someone out the blue. And, and as, I was comfortable with either, but I'd always take the referral, right? Yeah. And I, I think most recruitment businesses or and any sales. And they always would. tended to be, I know there'll be a style there, but I remember my director always just said, like, how much more chance of that being a, a successful relationship if that's placing them or if that's getting mm. a job on if yeah. it come from referral right yeah. so I think that's a huge thing as well yeah. isn't it so for me to make the industry better stronger survive people talk about this whole Armageddon of recruitment I'm, I'm completely I don't believe that and I also don't want that to happen so right. we are completely behind the recruitment agency industry to grow um, but for that to happen We've obviously got to reach more than people than the UK. And at the moment, our client base is UK and Ireland. We've got one client now just branching off into France. Um, we're having conversations in San Francisco, in Sydney. So we should, by next year, early next year, have a, have a global reach. Exciting, yeah. But I then want offices on the ground in different locations. Um, I want to open in the US, in Australia, in Asia Pacific, in the Middle East, and Africa. I want, that's the plan. But um, I've never done that. <laughs> so I'm going to try and uh, one yeah. thing for me personally I'm going to interview people that have and it might be recruitment yeah, you'll learn not, from it as well, but yeah. I'll learn from it yeah. right um, Love it. and also we will not work with every recruitment company that's never going to happen We're, I'm comfortable with that but this podcast and our content could potentially reach every recruitment yeah. company Hopefully. there's no limit to it so Hopefully. well I bet you'll do pretty well at it so <laughs> let's uh, so that that's the exciting thing I think yeah. 2019 onwards yeah we're going to be um we're going to be louder than we've ever been. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I don't um, think you can get much louder, mate. Yeah. Um, well, um, 2019 then, the RAG podcast. Um, we're going to be going live in January, sharing, sharing some episodes. Yeah, If um, obviously, if you follow uh, or you listen to this podcast, the, the roller coaster, then... I'll be on uh, the same same yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, just listen to it online. And if you wanted to reach out to me, I'm 
two two places I spend most time are LinkedIn and Instagram. So obviously Sean Anderson, S E A N on, on LinkedIn. Look out for my big grey head. Do you know what? I got a message <laughs> off a recruiter the other day who asked me again if I'm dying it. And if so, what product <laughs> what product am I using? Because yeah, she loved fast. it. I was like, this is becoming a joke. Fast. Yeah, I used to be shit scared of telling people I was going grey. <laughs> um, Anyway, I'm on LinkedIn a lot, but also my Instagram, which is Sean Anderson Hoxo, um, is an open. I've got an open profile. Um, follow me or direct message me on on either, um, and I'll come back to you. Yeah. If you want to be on this show, if you want to appear on the Rag, then there has to be some form of growth story to tell, yeah. and ideally, you're leading or owning a recruitment agency. If you're a recruiter or a manager and you want to tell a similar story, then the recruitment roller coaster is the place for you with Hisham. Yeah. But um, we've hopefully got you all covered in 2019. Yeah. So how you'll be able to get on both both our shows is um, at the bottom of the page of our podcast page. Um, it'll be about inquiring on the show and then me and you can get in touch. Yeah, fill the form in. We get an email straight away. Um, at the moment, there is just me and Hisham managing this. So yeah. you're not going to you're not gonna get through to any um, any uh, big <laughs> team. I can pretend I've got like a million assistants, but we haven't. <laughs> No, um, we've story. just made our own cup of coffee as well. Yeah, we have. We're really, we're, we're just not big time enough yet. Yeah, but um, no, it's exciting. Excited for you, mate. And um, yeah, really excited. Nice one, Thanks mate. Let's mate. do it.